0: Coming up on this episode, we scrapped the show's format in favor of closing out 2021 with a review of the year that would never end. We've got blockchain, COVID, cross-country moving, and what we have to look forward to in 2022, and it all starts for you right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 328, recorded December 20th, 2021. Chipping away at the blockchain. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on the gadgets, the Internet and the you. I'm Sean Jennings, joined by two guys who have had it up to here with Omicron. Stan Miller, and Colby Rabideau. Good evening, gentlemen.
1: Well, the second that you said you've had it up to here, like your Internet cut out for me.
0: (laughs) Well, this is why I love local recording, because nobody will ever know but us. But guys, what do you what do you think I've had it up to here with? Or you? Had I, it up I didn't together. cut
2: out for me. Oh. So your internet cut out, Colby.
1: There you go. Ah. Or it, it, Dan. You seem fine to me. So it must be the internet between my house and Trump's.
0: Ah, that tube. That, that 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 piece of string between two cans we use to uh, record the show. <laughs>
1: the Boston to Springfield interconnect. Darn it! <laughs> the Boston to Springfield inter- information superhighway.
0: That's right all those uh, all those 1950s ladies also in the room the they're pulling plugs <laughs> and sticking them in elsewhere in the switchboard yep how's it going guys all right yeah it's going uh, i i left
2: my first uh, negative app store review today oh no definitely actually it's my first if my first app store review period and I would be hard-pressed, as I think we've talked on the show, to think of another review I've left online at all.
0: This would be a fruitful area for discussion, so I'd like to jump into that. But Dan, what did you leave a negative discussion on? Uh, there's this extremely
2: terrible app we need to use to get into the mailroom where you have to like scan the QR code and then you have to be signed in and then you open the app and you scan the QR code and then it tells you how many packages you have and then the door opens. Okay. Uh it it is so terrible. So it's clearly a terrible web view. It's very slow. Like when you first boot up the app it just shows a spinner for like 15 20 seconds on a 5G or Wi-Fi. Doesn't seem to matter. It's probably like timing out on some API that's been five, you know, 500-ing for eight months, Uh, sometimes you open up the app, like, you haven't used it in a couple days, and it's like, the door's open. And and you're like, (laughs) no. And it's like, yeah, the door's open. And then it doesn't give you the option to scan the QR code. Oh, right,
0: because the door's open, So at that point,
2: you're just totally fucked. Uh, And sometimes you scan the QR code and nothing happens at all. No, no error message. Not even that there was an error. It doesn't even do that. Just nah, nothing. You can scan as many times as you want. Uh, so I left a terrible review. I don't think it's been posted yet, though. I think there's like a little filter.
1: <laughs> the, the, for some reason, that reminds me of the. um In, in my, my latest episode of technology gaslighting. All of a sudden, the last three days, Siri doesn't know where she is.
0: Oh, no. Like, like,
1: so when I when I ask, like, what's the weather when I'm going to go outside? She says, where? <laughs> <laughs> where do you think? All of a sudden, it's the only thing that has worked consistently in, on the Siri ball for, for a year.
0: Ha- have you Have she you asked her if you can, can leave be. a negative review? Maybe, maybe I should. <laughs> Maybe
1: Siri is is having some, uh, uh, some aging problems.
2: You reminded me of another thing, that, another broken thing about this app. There is a report a problem <laughs> button, and you press it, and it gives you this little text area, and you can fill it out, and then you click Submit, and it says Error, and then it deletes everything.
0: Yeah, they don't give a shit.
2: That time, <laughs> awesome. it does say Error. Unlike when you actually try to use the app to do the only thing it's supposed to do. When if it airs, it doesn't say anything at all.
0: Guys, we got to create our own app. This uh, sounds so easy. Yeah. You know,
2: <laughs> I think I've talked about this before, but there are some instances in life where I look around and I'm like, I like. I think you mentioned this a while ago. The Amtrak app, Colby. Like, <laughs> I know I could do so much better than what you're doing. It. I don't even make like mobile apps, and I know I could do it better. <laughs> Like this, Maybe this is how Richard Stallman got started. Maybe this is where like free software came from. He was like, hang on a second. Why is my life being ruled by these terrible apps written by terrible people? I should be able to write my own stupid package locker app. Or I should be able to fix their bugs, at least. At least console log
0: the, the stupid error message. Well, this sounds like a really great scheme you're cooking up, Dan. I think you should go to your building and offer to write a new app for packages. Except then you can use it to steal everyone else's packages. <laughs> Be the perfect heist. <laughs> no one, whatever. <would> <laughs> and then, no, but then you just blame bugs in the app. Like I, I'm a bad program. Just say I'm a bad programmer. I fucked it up. Sorry, all your packages oh, got stolen.
2: If if I really didn't have any scruples, uh, I would instantly start a startup that is. Package tracking and lockers—you know that stuff is really big. And as I'm sure you know, in the suburbs, right? Like, well, who who had my package? Where was it delivered? Who accepted it? Blockchain, blockchain (laughs) package locker, full accountability and transparency. It only takes 12 hours to know when your package location has been updated. (laughs) Damn, which is honestly no worse than the UPS thing. So.
0: <laughs> That's I'm sold. This is great. U- UPS <laughs> yeah. shipping on. Well, you know, you could do shipping of NFTs, right?
2: Sure, we could print, just print them out. Like, a, get a 3D printer. Like, we'll we'll print and ship your NFTs on the
0: blockchain. I'm sure someone would be stupid enough to pay for that.
1: <laughs> you could sell bitcoins like physical bitcoin <laughs> sort of
2: stamp like stamp it with the, the hash or whatever
0: like every stock image of a bitcoin where it's just that little b on a little coin i'm sure somebody sells yeah. those i'm sure you can buy them we got to get it
2: to the penny where it it costs more for the image of the bitcoin than the bitcoin itself
0: yeah ten thousand dollars <laughs> oh such business people we are i uh I'm trying to think. I, I'm not a big review guy either. I I once left the worst review I think I ever left was at the Ramada in Fishkill. Colby was there when we <laughs> stayed there. The worst hotel experience I've ever had in my life. That place was a grade A dump. And I left a big, long, nasty review. And then the manager very nicely responded, like personally to me, and was like, We're so sorry. Please come back anytime. We'd love to have a. And I never went back. I'm, I'm assuming it's been <laughs> like condemned.
1: That's a fool me one
0: situation. Yeah, no, I was not interested. Uh, What happened? No, I mean, well, first of all, it was just enormously shitty. Like it smelled like mold and everything was just it. You know, when you see like, oh, this building went through a hurricane and then it's like six years later, it's been abandoned. Like that's kind of what this place was like. And then the sheets were disgusting and we had to have them replaced like twice. And the toilet kept like running and wouldn't stop. And what else was wrong with it? General grossness, I think, is probably mm-hmm. the best way to put it. Creepy, like a place you a place where people who've committed crimes go to hide from the police type place. Um, which maybe that's their demographic and my review was out of place, but <laughs> right, there you go. But that's about it. I'm not a big review guy. I did I did tell my contractor. So every contractor I've worked with now, like their online reviews mean a lot to them. Because that's the first thing people check is is there. And so every contractor I've ever had says, please, I beg of you. If you do one thing for me, leave me a review online. And um, the contractor who did my basement asked me that. And I told him to his face. I said, I said, Lee, God bless you. You'd probably prefer I didn't write you a review. I'm happy to pay oh. you for the work you did. And let that be thanks enough. Because <laughs> he, wow. he did not do a great job. Not a horrible job. Just not a great job. And I couldn't have gone... Because what he wanted me to do is say, I love Lee. He's the best. Everyone should hire I would never in a million years do that. So I said, you know what? Silence is the best option. Just be thankful I'm not saying anything. Sean, you're a... Uh... I, tough I want please. you to be my general contractor. Listen, Maybe. listen when you cut a $30,000 check to somebody to do work on your house, you expect it to be fucking good. And, and when it's at best mediocre and at worst negligent uh then um i'm not gonna give you a five-star review i'm sorry i appreciate you have the balls to ask but uh no not at all i'll do you the solid of not leaving a negative review
2: see this is an interesting difference between you and me because i would have thought that and but i would have said like oh yeah sure lee absolutely and then i just wouldn't have done it
0: no i mean i was half joking I probably said it more (laughs) aggressively to you than I did to him. I'm kind of talking it up for the show. I wasn't that aggressive, but I did basically say uh, probably not. Probably not. But that's okay. And he seemed again. He seemed to understand. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know, that's that is one thing I have learned in business and in life. And it took me a very long time to get there. If you're paying somebody for a service, especially not like a fast food worker or something, like someone you've actually contracted for a decent sum of money, uh, you can tell them to fuck off because you've given them money. Like, you don't have to be nice or, like, be overly polite or, like, not be rude on purpose, but, like, if they do something stupid, you can yell at them because you paid them. Like, I forget that sometimes. I do that at work all the time with our cl- with our vendors. Where I'm like, if I don't like something they do, I'll call a timeout and be like, that sucks. Don't do that. Uh, and it's like, because I'm giving you a lot of money, you have to listen to me. It's a great perk. I'd make a great rich guy. It's a shame <laughs> right. that hasn't you got, happened.
1: You got the, uh, the the lack of empathy <laughs> down already.
0: <laughs> have you guys seen Succession?
1: No. It's been on the,
2: It's been on my list. It's exceptionally,
0: sense. I'm about halfway through season two, it's fantastic, but obviously they're all like billionaires in the show and they kind of show living a rich life and there's kind of a sly underlying tone of like what it's like for the help versus the rich people and I'm like, damn it, I would be a really great rich guy, it bums me out. It's a shame. You never know, Sean, oh, you're boy. still young. I'll keep dreaming, I'll keep yeah. dreaming. Do you have stock
2: options in OMG roofing?
0: (laughs) No, no. Although I feel so stupid. You know, it is very not to get too much into it, but we're owned by like a private equity conglomerate. Mm -hmm. And for years, their stock was the flattest stock on the goddamn planet. I swear to God, a a friggin straight line never moved. And we all made fun of it. We all laughed and joked about it over the last 12 months. It's 10 X. And I feel so stupid of like it's like Microsoft, who was flat for fucking ever. And then they kind of exploded. Uh, It was just like that. And I'm like, God damn it. Shouldn't have made fun of them. Joke's on me.
2: Although, in fairness, you could have invested in pretty much any stock over that time. That's true. And done
0: well. That's true. And I do know the underlying fundamentals of the private equity conglomerate are not great. So I will continue to not invest in them.
2: (laughs) That doesn't Uh, matter, though, Sean.
0: As long as no one (sighs) else knows that. Stock market, man.
2: Bitcoin, blockchain. What is going on? Someone was explaining... Was it options trading?
0: Oh that, oh, oh, that really blew my mind. Option trading is like only one step below like. uh, Like debt swaps and like all that exotic <laughs> stuff that crashed our economy more than once. Like it's wild, the financial products they will put together for people to invest in.
2: So. Option trading is. It's kind of like shorting stocks, except you're basically just betting on on what Uh, on stock. Are you betting on stocks or or are you betting on like futures? Or uh, what's the thing I'm thinking of, like price of oil and and so forth?
0: Uh, I think you can do it both ways. I know when it comes to stocks, if I remember this correctly, you're essentially betting on what the stock's future will be up or down. Right. Then you can actually trade. That, that bet is actually an asset because if you're correct, you'll make a lot of money. And so that asset of the option, you can then trade because it has value in and of itself. That's where you get into options trading. So you, you're not even gambling. You're buying someone else's gamble. Right. But it t-
2: it might have value. Well, that's what it doesn't necessarily have any value.
0: It's our economy is wild. It's wild. (laughs) But that's sort of like when they bundling debt is one thing that like you can buy debt as an investment, because what you're essentially doing is you're buying like they'll bundle auto loans and you can buy that as a financial product. But what you're buying is essentially the interest that will be made on those auto loans. As an investment. The pr- that's what happened in the housing collapse. Is <laughs> so is that people didn't pay them, and so all the investors who bought them lost all their money. Right. <laughs> it's I, I, again, this is wild, guys. Why are we rich?
1: We're getting there.
2: We got a couple good product ideas in in the in the in the barrel.
1: Right. We're gonna have our package package <laughs> blockchain. <laughs> We got the
2: Snoomba. <laughs> the cardboard blockchain. Uh, Although the market for the Snoomba is shrinking, I guess.
0: By the way, do I, ha- I have a new product. Do you guys want to hear about my electronics construction project?
2: Yes. I- I did some- is this a product you've made up or a product you've purchased?
0: It's a product I bought all the parts of and invented and assembled myself. <laughs> cool. inclu- including some wiring. So I... Uh, We have not talked about this yet because we haven't done the show. I have an office now at work. What? I know. Pretty exciting. Does it have walls? No windows, but it does have walls and a door. (laughs) Wow. And the door has the walls glass. No, they're yellow. Bright yellow. Okay, That's better than glass still. Yes. So it's very private. Tape yellow. Uh, no, more like, uh. More like a dog vomit yellow. It's not great. Mm. It's not great. But it is private. And it is an office. And that's, I was telling you, Colby, I bought one of your previous picks because uh, as a very nice gift, uh, my mother bought me a curing for my office. And I bought an Ember mug. Nice. Oh. Because I remember you had picked that. And I'm like, I got to up my, because right now I use like a travel mug. But I want just like a casual mug, but I don't want my coffee to get cold. So I, I picked one of those up. Uh, but a big problem I have in my office is nobody knows when I'm on a call or not. So they all just come mm. up to my little window and they do this and they go, they hold their hand up to the head. Are you on the phone? And it's very annoying. So I said, sure. Someone must've invented a product that tells people whether or not you're in a meeting. Like visually at your door. And there are companies that make like little USB plug-in lights and stuff, but I can't install any software on my work computer. So none of those work. So a normal person would give up. I don't do that. <laughs> so instead, I bought a bunch of electrical parts, and I'm proud to present the first product. It looks like a bomb, but it's not. I invented my own wireless office status light. <laughs> this is not. Oh, my God. I have the that button. I have that button enclosure. This is not a joke. <laughs> so it's it is wireless, kind of. But there are a few ways. <laughs> so i i bought I bought like an over-the-counter, non-name brand Amazon uh, wireless switch with wireable components. Put it into this electrical box with a uh, an 18 volt plug, and wired it up to these lights. So this is going to hang on the outside of my office door, and I have this wireless switch, and then I can just hit and light them up and tell, give people a stats like, like, oh, Sean's available, it's green, or like, no, I'm in a meeting, it's red. Have you thought of what you want orange to mean? So, my thought at this point, orange is going to either be one, two things, because green is like, come on in, and red is leave me the fuck alone. Orange is either going to be like, I'm concentrating, but you can knock, or out of office. Haven't decided which yet. Mm. Um, From home. Yes.
2: Now, uh, are you going to include documentation on the outside of your yes, wall? Yes, I'm going to print
0: out a little sheet that points to each light.
2: That's so awesome.
0: And and I'm going to... And actually, I do have one more part coming where I'm going to take this uh, wireless switch apart and it's a little thing so it'll tell me because I can't see this on the inside of my door so in case I forget right. which are on and off, I have a thing that'll tell me on here. But nice. yeah, I bought all these parts and I also need a wire caddy for this, but um yeah so it kind of looks like a bomb but it's not it's an electrical box with a bunch of wires coming out of it and uh yeah so this was my project this looks
2: very similar to i and i think we i think you helped me come up with some of these ideas remember i was going to spain and we needed to put a booth together yes and we ended up with this like You press the button and like a light turned on. Yes, that was in my luggage. Yeah, And it basically looked like this. this.
0: I mean, this is a standard (laughs) industrial part. Like this, this is for like big ass machines to like let you know they're on or not.
1: Did you get harassed in at airport security, (laughs) No,
2: I was shocked. (laughs) Dan
0: doesn't look like too much of a threat. Oh,
2: the uh, actually when I was flying back from Seattle, uh, I was (laughs) I was in the. the, the TSA pre-check line, and the guy behind me, you know, uh, goes through the metal detector or whatever, and then a beep emanates from the little uh, backpack scanning machine, and the, the guy behind me goes, uh, what did he say? Uh, oh, I'm a magician, those are fake cards, or something <laughs> like that. It's like, wow. It it wasn't something though, like the fake cards, I'm like, how is that suspicious? Like, what's in the cards? Like what is fake about it?
0: Don't they use some kind of magnetism? Oh man. So I wonder if that would screw with an X-ray machine.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I, th- I thought that was so funny. But I would it's think like you would. A magician like, never reveals his secrets
0: unless it's in the TSA. <laughs> or unless line. you're under arrest. Uh, no, I would think you would just check that. But I mean, more power to him.
1: I mean, you never know <laughs> when you need to whip him out, right?
0: It, it, right? Impress people on the plane.
1: <laughs> uh, a magician. I wonder if I've ever met a magician.
0: I mean, I, think I don't. You wouldn't know if you did necessarily. That's what I mean. Well, you did meet the hypnotist that one time, but he programmed you to not remember. <laughs> right. That w- that was pretty funny. All those things you did under the spell of hypnosis. <laughs> Dan remembers. I wouldn't know.
1: I do. Wouldn't know. It was in that escape room in Stamford, Connecticut.
0: <laughs> I'm surprised you weren't supposed Which to remember I'm, that either.
2: I'm ninety nine percent sure is not there anymore. Oh. That was a nice. Every one. time I walk by where I think it was, I look for it. I haven't seen it.
1: Yeah, I feel like uh, I haven't done a comprehensive survey, but I have to imagine the pandemic was not great for escape. room.
0: What you no. you didn't want to be locked in a confined space with a bunch of strangers? Tempting, but no. Yeah.
2: Speaking of the escape room, uh, we have opened the last, like, container of the Ritz crackers, and all the other crackers have been consumed
1: except the saltines. I so, finished the last, like, four Ritz crackers earlier today. I need nice. a snack, and I had a little cheese, and I was like, oh, my God, I need some carbs to put this cheese on. <laughs> four <laughs> Ritz
0: crackers. Dan, nice. I, I give you full permission to do what I did, which is chuck those saltines right in the trash. Yeah. You do I to am not gonna to torture you and make you eat them. Please don't.
1: <laughs> um we threw away the box of saltines and got an actual like name brand box of saltines. So much better. Oh my god. Interesting. Yeah, real saltines are pretty good. They're very salty.
0: Maybe that'll be uh, maybe that'll be next year's uh, taste off taste challenge is to get a generic and a name brand of a couple different products. Yes. And, and do a little taste test. We got generic raisin bran yesterday. Can't tell the difference. It's really good. I think cereals is one of those known for being interchangeable. Not terrible. <laughs> yeah, I've been going hard on the Triscuits. I've, I've been buying lots of Triscuits since we did that.
2: Oh, that was the other thing. In the grocery store, we walked by the flavored Triscuits section
0: my God, I had no idea they've gone wild. They've really lost their goddamn minds.
2: <laughs> but yeah, the the, uh, the flavored triscuit you sent it was definitely the, my favorite, but Lena's least favorite. So it,
0: it's peppery. It's for The garden herb is probably my second favorite. That's a really good one. The rosemary's good. They don't have mini triscuits. They're like basically shredded wheat. What? Yes, but they don't come in flavors. They only come in plain, unfortunately.
2: Oh, man. Uh, yeah,
0: but they are fun, I guess, if you're into that sort of See, thing. See, if
2: you were a rich person, you could just hire someone to cut
1: up your big triscuits
2: into mini triscuits for you. Or right.
0: I and could have them...
1: mad if they did a bad job cutting them up and crushed them too much. <laughs> Damn it!
0: Uh, no, I I would pay them to sew the big triscuits together into an even bigger triscuit. <laughs> <laughs> like a blanket-sized That's triscuit.
1: <laughs> Now, do the small cr- Triscuits, like, do they cut your mouth? I can imagine them. In my head, I'm imagining they're like Captain Crunch cereal, which.
0: No, they're very soft. Cereal. They're very thin. Oh, I see. Um, Thinner. No, because usually like I eat like two of them at a time. They're too small to eat one at a time. Right. Right. But um, yeah, man, the Triscuit, they got Triscuit thins. They've got uh, Triscuit whole wheat. they They literally have like 18 varieties. I think the Triscuit thins are pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty pretty I did
1: like good. those pepper
0: ones. They were yeah. so peppery. I honestly just a pepper explosion.
1: I was not expecting that.
0: Excellent. Well, uh, guys, we're coming up on the holidays. 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 This will be our last holidays? pre-holiday show. What? Uh, oh, yeah. How are you guys feeling about the holidays?
2: Um, A little trepidatious.
0: Okay. How, how come I can't click on your link? It's not a link. It's just formatted. Oh. It tricked you.
2: Oh, <laughs> man. I was hoping you'd
0: be the, the Liz Lemon year-end wrap-up. No, I thought about that and then forgot. So I did not do that. But no.
2: I, I don't know. Trepidatious. Yeah uh yeah i don't know <laughs> maybe this is just where i'm at right now but the That's whole fine. the whole covid thing feels pretty uh i don't know pretty hopeless here's yeah. what i don't understand maybe sean you can often help me understand oh, things. No. okay
0: no pressure <laughs> <laughs>
2: how come last year at this time we were what like 0.0001% vaccinated and we had n COVID cases mm-hmm. and now we're like in in Connecticut like 85% vaccinated and we have like 0. 0.95 of that like we have 95% of what was last year Yep, doesn't
0: feel reasonable <sighs> Dan sometimes life just isn't fair is kind of the best I can give you. No, I no. Honestly, it's just one of those things that the vaccine is extremely good at preventing severe illness. It's only kind of good at stopping you from getting it at all. Like the vaccine is not, it's kind of like the flu vaccine where like, it's not definitely going to stop you from getting the flu. It'll just help you. If you get the flu, I was reading a, I was reading a, a number from a local hospital near me talking about hospitalized patients. And it said, you know, they said what percentage of people in the hospital were vaccinated versus unvaccinated. Now, what do, what do you guys think the percentages of, of people with COVID admitted to the hospital? What percentage were unvaccinated? I think I know this.
2: And uh, by the way, is just I one specific
0: it. hospital, but it, it'll kind of prove my point when I get there.
2: I think that the number I read was like 80 percent of the hospital
0: admissions are unvaccinated. Now, I was shocked to learn that my local hospital was only 50 percent. But then I had to think about that for a second because I live in a state where over 75% of the people are vaccinated. So if you if you think about it in that way, if only 25% of the population is unvaxxed, but they account for 50% of the hospitalizations, mm. that actually makes a little more sense when you look at it from that perspective. So they're actually double accounting for twice as many hospitalizations versus those who are vaccinated. Because the thing about vaccinations are you can still have an autoimmune disorder. You can still be a cancer patient. You can still have a lot of things be vaccinated and get COVID. And get bad COVID and hospitalized COVID. Right. So it, it's... The good thing is hospitalizations... Deaths are down. Serious cases are down. That's true. Mild cases are up. Overall cases are up. Um, yeah it's not it's not great but it could be a lot worse
1: I like I've been wondering like should we not be talking about like just the cases anymore yes like is that is that the incorrect metric you know like is that showing us the wrong thing at this point
0: that's what people are saying about Omicron the other thing about Omicron by the way is Delta is still going around which is a more severe strain. So people are getting both um, at the same time. No, I don't, I don't know if you can get oh. both God pray the person who gets both at the same time. No, I don't, I don't know about that, but um, no, you're absolutely right. And that's, you know, the NFL just made a big thing. They had so many players test positive that they actually had to change their rules to say, if you're vaccinated, boosted asymptomatic and you test positive, you can continue to play in practice because uh, the, they've done studies that show the risk of uh spreading COVID on an outdoor field or during a game is actually very low. So they're actually going to let you play. So I think we're going to head in that direction where the treated asymptomatic people are going to not be um pushed as far as before. If that makes sense. Yeah, it could be worse. Anyways. It could be worse. <laughs> no, honestly. I mean, it, it could be. Look, That's comforting. It's not good that people are sick and the hospitals are going to be. But again, if you look at the spike last year to this year, we're still not as bad as the peak of last year, which is good. See,
2: that's the other thing I don't understand, because on the one hand, you look at the cases and, you know, as Colby was saying, it's super scary. But then you look at the hospitalizations and it doesn't seem super scary. But then why is everyone freaking out? Should I be freaking out?
0: Uh, You should definitely. I think people are freaking out because of how low cases got over the summer. I think if it had been sustained as high as it was last January all through the year, we wouldn't be freaking out. I think it's because, like, in July, they were, like, basically incredibly low. And I think that's what people are freaking out at, just like they did last year when it spiked up at the holidays. So I just think it's a temporary panic. Look at the cases come February or March, and if they don't start to drop, then start to get concerned. It's just, as you guys know, colds and flus are going around. It's just everyone's indoors. It's just that time of year, unfortunately.
1: It is. It's- now, did you say, Trun, you said, I have not been reading the news at all because, like, why would it's you not doing anything for me? <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I wish I had been because I would have like maybe I would have thought to like buy like a at home COVID test like a month ago or something <laughs> like, before I could use to take one before I try and go home um, like in three days. But is it is, so? Is, Omicron is like uh, more contagious, less less bad. Is that is that panning out to be that way?
0: Early reports indicate that that's the truth in the countries, like in South Africa, where it very first hit case rates are incredibly high and hospitalization rates are flat. So it's encouraging. I mean,
1: that's, that's, that's pretty much the dream, right? The well, and, where we, we didn't like annihilate it with vaccines.
0: Well, yeah, they're only 25, 30% vaccinated there. So, uh, that is that it's a, a, a bad to say, but it's a good proving ground for a variant where we can get some data in early. Now, that's not to say it can't mutate again or how it'll interact with the different vaccines we have here. They're they're still looking at it, but all signs point to, if you're vaccinated, you get the booster um, and you're a generally healthy person. um, You'll probably be just fine with Omicron, but you know, you got to be careful with those at home tests. And the only reason I say this is because if you're asymptomatic, they don't work. Oh, Mm -hmm. they don't tell you this. Well, (laughs) they, because what happens is an asymptomatic case, I, you can double check this. I'm, I'm 99% sure this is correct. In asymptomatic cases, you don't have enough virus in your body to detect on one of those rapid tests at home tests. It's only because there are people who buy them and test themselves every day, which is a total waste of those tests. Because by the time you show symptoms and they actually work, you're showing symptoms. So I tell people it's good to have them in your house if you think it's like, oh, is it a cold or is it COVID? Like, that's good. But to test yourself all the time and you can, it's you can go buy them, but um, they they won't work nearly as well if you're not showing symptoms.
1: That makes sense. You need some like sinus overflow or something
0: <laughs> yes yeah, something like that yes exactly but they, i'm telling you i've told everybody if you can get your hands on them just have them for that day you wake up and you don't feel good and it saves you from having to track down um a test right and, and by the way a lot of the experts say you know do your rapid test at home but still go get regular tested anyway even if it comes back negative you know yeah
1: speak for yourself Maybe next month I can get it.
0: <laughs> I know. I know it's disappointing. I well, saw so New York City's gonna test a pilot program where they're if you request a they'll they'll send you a kit, you can test at home, mail it out, and within forty eight hours they'll send you a result and you can just do it at home. But they do it by mail and it's a real test. Full test. That sounds great. So they're trying. Yeah. What are you gonna do? I don't know. Get COVID and die. I don't know. It's 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 not. It's that's, not great. The worst case scenario. Yeah. It's not great. Um, but is 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 that what twenty? What do you guys think twenty twenty one will be remembered for? This is quite possibly our last show of the year here. <laughs> Fucking M <M1> one Max. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Why not? I don't know. I meant in general, but you can say technology too. That's fine. <laughs> That's I mean in general <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'd like to say that's what I'll remember it for. I hope it's one of the things I'll remember it for. I do like I think I said this when I got the laptop. I hope I did but this is the first computer in a long time that has changed the way I use computers. Mm, it's great.
0: Dan keeps I touching the screen with his finger but it won't do anything. and I keep telling no, him it's not a touchscreen, Dan.
2: That's <laughs> nope, don't bring this up. This is a sore oh, subject. It?
0: Oh no! Someday, someday uh, we'll get that. No,
2: like being able to be on a video call and do whatever you want. Uh, what did I do the other day? Oh yeah, I was playing a video game. I was playing Super Smash Brothers on my M1 Mac, and I was hooking up to a TV. Uh, but there was no power outlet nearby, and I was like, "Yeah, whatever. Doesn't matter. Didn't matter." If I did that on the 16-inch MacBook Pro, it would last, like,
0: about 45 minutes. Forget about it. Forget about it.
1: <laughs> Sometimes, no. if my battery is fully charged and I close my other windows, I can be on a Zoom call for a full hour on my battery.
0: <laughs> Sometimes. No, it is pretty impressive. Uh, I think my, no joke, my technology highlight of the year was the Oculus. I think, oh, that's I cool. think that was the coolest tech thing I did all year. That was pretty cool.
1: I I honestly, I don't think I've used the Oculus since the day that I decided that I was going to keep it.
0: <laughs> that was my Aww. fear. That was why I returned it. Yeah. Oh, you were, buddy, you were correct. I have
1: continued
2: to play that Half-Life game. It's a lot of fun. I did for the first time last week, Punch
0: the wall by accident though <laughs> you're moving out so, it's not your problem anymore
2: i was throwing a grenade i didn't know i was that close to the wall is that what that that blemish on the wall behind you <laughs> just
0: tell them a grenade went see the there.
2: tiny scratch on the wall to the right it was it was near this closet over here
0: <laughs> i hope your new place is bigger than your current one so you don't uh
2: is not i don't know uh Or at least not in the areas where I would be doing this. Although I guess no, because unfortunately, the problem with the Half-Life game is you do need to be connected to your computer to do it. So I can't just do it anywhere. Gotcha. Right. But that's been a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks for mentioning the Oculus. I wouldn't have brought that up.
1: That was good. That was a good... uh...
2: Yeah, Colby. I don't know if we're ever going to have parties again. I I went to one party this year that was like with five people, and I brought the Oculus, and it was a huge hit. When you put you put it on the TV and watch people, like it's it's a for the people watching, it's a double whammy of of entertainment because you get to watch what's going on on the screen, but you also get to watch what the person's doing and looking right. ridiculous. Yeah, uh, lots of fun. Yeah, I don't could know. be a I don't good know. Christmas. Uh, Activity,
0: oh, I mean, I remember, I remember when that's the it reminds me of when the Wii came out, and everyone was like, "You went over to the house of the person who had the Wii, so you could play on the Wii," and it was right. pretty exciting. It's, I think it's gonna, oh yeah, and then you and then you'd be like, "Well, what are we gonna do? We gotta play the Wii, right? You gotta show it to us." I, I think it's gonna be like that.
1: <laughs> Maybe I'll bring the Oculus home. <laughs> That'd be fun. I'll strap my dad I, in. Oh, he's <laughs> not ready.
2: Speaking of Wii Sports, I saw a uh, video that, that documented the history of speed running Wii Sports, uh, and the oh. category in question was, how quickly can you beat one of each of the games? So, was it tennis, baseball, table tennis. golf, and boxing? I think this was just the first one. So, I think it was just tennis, baseball, golf, and boxing. Uh, oh in bowling right uh, the most interesting one was the golfing one because people figured out that you could you could take multiple shots. Uh, you could have one shot with multiple swings. Does that make sense? Kind of like in a kung fu movie when like they they shoot the bullet and the bullet actually like bends around the person you know you can kind of do that with one shot by swinging with the Wiimote and then unplugging the batteries from the <laughs> Wiimote mid-swing <laughs> and then putting the batteries back in and doing a different swing.
0: Oh. Nice.
2: And so I think the game like tr- assumes that it like, lost connection for a second or something. Uh, so they are these speedrunners like, physically, they're like trying to take the batteries out as fast as they possibly can. Uh, so they have these like rip cords like, and they rip out the batteries and it, it stops it. It looked absolutely mind numbing, especially the baseball one where like it was most efficient to like you didn't because all you need to do is win not by that much. So you got like one run and then you just want to strike out as quickly as possible and then prevent the other person from getting runs because uh, it didn't matter how much you won by mm-hmm. or something like that. It was kind of interesting, but. People have uh, diff- different
0: hobbies. I, I, you know, I keep thinking to myself, maybe I should get a hobby for as a resolution next year. And then I hear stories like that, and I go, uh, "We sports speedrunner." Mm. I didn't like any word in that sentence. We <laughs> sports speed or running. You like sports, Uh, but I'm not good at them.
2: Uh, that's okay.
0: Now there was like fantasy. We sports speed running. I might be able to do that. <laughs> where it's like, uh, like the
2: caber toss, and what other sports would people in medieval times play? So it could be fantasy Wii sports.
0: Oh, uh, what was the one where they used to? They had to take like a bale of hay and they had to to chuck it up over a tall thing. It's it's. The, I don't know. It's it's was all part of the the Highland Games, the Highland Scottish Games. Um, but now I have to remember what the events are. Um, and this they have a whole website, and they will not tell me what the goddamn events are. Not helpful. I've seen it on, um, on ESPN. ESPN 6? Uh, yes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the Highland Games. Events. Heavy events. The Caber Toss, right? The Stone Put the scottish hammer throw um the weight throw the sheaf toss that's what i was thinking about a bundle of straw weighing 20 pounds and wrapped in a burlap bag is tossed vertically with a pitchfork over a raised bar much like that used in pole vaulting they were just taking like, like a catapult no they literally they they take it from the ground and they go whoosh, and they have to chuck it up way over this thing
2: wow it's pretty neat Um, Speaking of technology that we think will be remembered from 2021, do we think that the Web3 blockchain-y kind of stuff, (sighs) NFTs, will people be talking about that as something that happened in 2021 uh, five years from now? Or will it be like 3D TVs?
0: Uh, No, because people can actually make money on the blockchain. That's the difference. Nobody made any money on 3D TVs. That's why they didn't work. I think I think an NFT someone somewhere is making money. So I think they'll stick around. I don't I don't know. It'll be like one of those corners of the Internet. I look at and just don't understand, but I know it's very popular. Hey, but you're a proud uh, NFT. Owner. Oh, don't remind me. That was probably my worst <laughs> technology moment of the year. Is the money I freaking burnt? Although I got, you know, it's so funny. I so don't understand how this. Works. I got an email from those guys, the NBA Top Shot guys, that said we just deposited ten dollars in your account. I'm like, oh, I must have like sold a thing or something. No, they won't tell me why. I now have ten dollars in my. They said it was an adjustment, and they just gave me ten dollars.
1: Oh, seems like a trap.
0: It's a, it's all a scam. So no, I just Kate. Can you take the ten dollars out? I can take the ten dollars out. I probably should before they do something with it. But or <laughs> they maybe their mind. I could buy more NBA moments. Uh, yes, I'm sure that's what they want. I definitely shouldn't do that. Uh, no. So that that was awful. I'm still mad about that. I will never, ever, ever make my money back. That is almost as bad. Did I ever tell you about the other worst investment I ever made? No. It's minor, but it just pissed me off. So uh, Disney movie VHS tapes were very valuable on eBay nostalgic people loved them, right? The clam, the plastic clamshells of back in the day, like the nineties tapes and people, oh, yeah. sorry, people like Beanie Babies, there's a, or Pokemon. There's a new nostalgia. People are paying good money for these, especially certain versions. I saw someone on Facebook was selling a huge box of them for like 50 bucks for the box. And I knew like one tape in there is worth 50 bucks. So I'm like, all right, you know, and I'm never this kind of guy, but I'm like, all right, I'm going to do it. So I went and bought this whole box for 50 bucks. I kid you not, like 2 days later Disney Plus was announced with all of the Disney movies on it and then all the tape values completely plummeted to like nothing. And so I think I I ended up breaking even. I was able to sell them, but the the like $1000 plus it would have been worth like 6 months prior um really pissed me off. That's crazy. It was just
2: I would have thought that, that that was all about the collectible nostalgia of the physical item and not about being able to watch. It's both though. Fantasia 2000.
0: It's both because it is certain. It's a level of effort thing where it's like, I want to watch the movie. There's no easy way to watch it digitally. Yeah. I could get a DVD or something, or maybe there's one on Netflix, but for a little more, I can get the VHS tape. That's cool. And it's like, well, I could watch it in like one second or go through the hassle of betting for something. You know, it's, I think it's just the nostalgia didn't meet the demand. Um, that, that, and the market got saturated in the tapes, unfortunately, that was the other thing. Cause then they stopped selling and then there were a lot of them. And so if you guys want some, I think I still have a few of my storage units. So if you're interested, if you want sleeping beauty on VHS, let me know (laughs) real cheap.
2: Now, do you think that, uh, VHS tapes are going to become like vinyl where people will seek out that authentic VHS viewing experience?
0: 100%. And I think it's and I, you know, it's so funny because vinyl remains classic cassettes do not. Yeah. And I think it has to do. But CDs are coming back. And so I I think it all has to do with what generation, what type of music, what time. I think the era of the cassette, which was sort of that like disco kind of like, I think people shied away from that. And by the time the 80s music scene, late 80s, early 90s music scene exploded with CDs, that's where people got back into CDs. I think it's the same with VHS tapes, where I think they were really hot at the right time. And everyone's going to be nostalgic for it. There was actually a a great new Netflix series that's out, Saturday Morning All-Star Hits. Um, which is kyle mooney from snl did it it's sort of a it's a series that's a play on saturday morning cartoons and vhs tapes and those sorts of things and i think they're really i think there will continue to be a big nostalgia for them uh do i think it'll be big big bucks no but i think they'll be worth something the only problem is they don't make vhs players anymore like they still make record players
2: right well were they making record players
0: 15 years ago um i you're right certainly less but i would bet Still more than VHS. Like, I've looked for VHS players. They just, they literally don't manufacture new ones anymore. You can only get used ones. Hmm.
2: Is there like a budding uh, aftermarket VHS player repair
0: market? And there's good money in it. Absolutely. When I started digitizing my tapes like two years ago, uh, I went on eBay and, and I did some research and looked around. And yeah, there's there's legitimate money in it. Because people also look for, Hmm. especially if you're like an archivist or something with certain quality, you look for certain types and certain areas of VCRs. Very interesting. Hmm. I
1: can see it in that. uh, I feel like listening to records. It's not like. It's sort of like a lower fidelity thing in a particular way. Right? Like it has an aesthetic and in the same way, like watching VHS tapes had an aesthetic, like like, you know, a weird line would go through the screen
0: or whatever. Uh, the hiss in and the audio and Right,
1: right. So I feel like I could see it like from people for people of a certain generation. Where it's like, Yeah, I remember watching it. I remember watching this, but I also remember watching this with these like weird artifacts on the screen now
2: would you need a crt tv though maybe i don't know i don't know why those
0: things i will tell you though as someone who has digitized vhs tapes if you do a mediocre enough job like i did they still look like vhs tapes on your big flat (laughs) screen (laughs) nice like like streamed off of my plex server they look like really mediocre vhs tapes so uh of course that was like hand recorded you know family movies but Um, Right. No, it is interesting. You know, I don't know if you guys have seen it. Music videos specifically fascinate me because 90 percent of them we all saw on television, on MTV or wherever um, where the quality wasn't good. Have you guys seen these like 4K upscaled music videos? They don't look as good, I would argue, because I'm so used to seeing them in a certain format that when they look like they were cinematically shot in 4K, it's like, oh, this is... I don't like this. And so I, I do think there is something to... um, the, the format does make the message in some way.
1: Yeah. Well, I still hate... I still can't get used to the like motion-smoothed Ugh. TV, which part of me is sad that I still have the same TV I've had for nine years, <laughs> but the other part of me is not sad because... It has, like, I can just turn that off. It does have the motion smoothing, and it occasionally turns back on of its own volition. But, like,
0: what is that? Motion smoothing? Yeah. Essentially, it uses a processor and software. So, a TV is made up of frames, right? 30 frames per second. And what it essentially does is instead of moving from like frame, 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 what it does is it blurs the action, but it smooths between the frames. And so it theoretically, because a a movie has more frames than your television does. And so theoretically by smoothing it, it should look more like a movie, like it has more frames. The problem is, is because a computer is doing it automatically, it doesn't do a good job. And it's not really designed to do that. (laughs) Movies are purposefully shot in a certain way. That television isn't. And so when you upscale television or sports or something like that, it looks weird.
2: Am I remembering correctly that movies are shot in like 24 frames per second?
0: Yes, exactly. Television is usually shot in 30 frames, sports up to 60. But um, but it's not it's not simply the frame rate. There's other and I, I am not an expert in this in any way, but there are other elements that go into it. And so huh. um, it's that if you ever heard the soap opera effect because soap operas used to shoot on a higher frame rate tape because they were produced cheaply, um, that that's so I would have expected that higher frame rate to be more expensive. Uh, no because they want television to look like movies, right So theoretically, believe it or not, they, people want less frame rate. 4k digital eliminates that remember. right because there are no frames. So it's ultra smooth. That's why digital looks so much better. If that makes sense. And actually digi- uh-huh. digital, they'll put filters on digital movies to make it look like it's film. And they'll actually remove frames. It's all very strange. Basically, the <laughs> issue with televisions is it's an AI software doing it. Right. And it doesn't do a good job.
1: It I see. Good. Okay, now I'm caught up. Right. It's like it's like the computer in your television makes every program look like a soap opera and it's it's quite unpleasant. And, and like, you can't turn this off? Usually you can turn it off, but like you know, any non weird person who has purchased an L C D TV in the last like seven years has not turned it off like if you're right. watching tv at someone else's house it's on
0: or if you go to like a best buy or something and you look at the tvs on the wall they almost and you're always like why doesn't this look like it does at home and it's because it has all that my father just bought a new tv for the first time in quite a while and i wasn't there when he set it up but he called me he's like sean the picture on this thing is awful it's awful i hate it what's wrong with it and so i took it, it had every bizarre like the lighting <laughs> was set to like vivid and and like the 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 setting was set to like action or like gaming or something. He bought a floor model. No, I, It was brand new, but it was just so bizarre. Like why every kind of motion smoothing and every fancy technology. And it looked, he's like, why does everyone look like this? And I had him turn it all off. He's like, Oh, that looks much better. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah. TVs. Now, uh, guys, as we approach the end of the hour here, having just blathered on for quite a while, um, our year in wrap up episode 2022, a mouthful of a year coming up. What do you guys expect for 2022? Big question, <laughs> loaded question. Uh, I think I'm out of the
2: prediction game. I don't know. I'm, I've never been more nervous about making a prediction. Do we do we know what our predictions were last year? Did we make predictions? Well, that's last what's year? so
0: funny is last year I made a sheet and there's nothing written in it. So last year I, <laughs> I, I think that's why I didn't do it tonight because I think we blew up the format last year. Oh no!
2: Yeah, I, th- I have to imagine I felt similarly last year. At least last year we had we we knew that there would be vaccines.
0: That's true. I would
2: have thought that that we would have been able to make predictions last year. You
0: know, you do you know though the one prediction. I think we talked about it on the show last year, but I want to bring it up because it was in the spreadsheet. We predicted the presidential winners. We did, but this would have been two years ago. Cause by this time last year, we would have known. So I think this is from two years ago. Do you guys remember that? Oh my God. No. And I just like to brag because I won. Cause I picked Biden. Uh, Col- <laughs> Colby picked Warren or Bernie and Dan, you picked Trump. So, um, <laughs> but I just happened to see that in the spreadsheet. <laughs> Glad I wrote that down. Um, Oh, I think
2: that I do remember that. That was that that was my theory because incumbent presidents usually get reelected if the economy. And it go. was
0: close, so you weren't far off. uh No, I th- now that I think last year we did like a end of decade episode because it was twenty. Oh, it was yeah. the end of twenty twenty, um and so guys, what what you know what how, what what's gonna happen next year? Doesn't even have to be specific. Are we feeling good? or feeling bad?
1: I mean, I'm not feeling as bad as I was this time last year. Okay. But, like, it's a pretty low
2: bar. (laughs) But, yeah, I'm not feeling as good as I was earlier this year.
0: So. Okay.
2: Yeah, because you think about, like, we went from, like, Trump and insurrection stuff and no vaccine to vaccine and low cases to oh wait a second maybe we can't actually pass any bills in congress to like uh oh like delta oh shit uh it's been a roller coaster never mind all the other stuff we forgot about the whole iraq
0: thing bean dad bean dad wildfires that was the first bean dad was the first viral thing of 2021 that's how long ago that was that was like (laughs) january one (laughs) <laughs> yep so yeah um yeah i know it it's it's been a wild year i will be completely honest i usually am on the show um <laughs> i am not optimistic for next year i think year is gonna be worse than this year i really do i think every year for the next two or three years is gonna be worse than the year before i hate to be that guy i hope it's not i hope i'm wrong but we got the midterms coming up in 2022 which is going to be gross we've got COVID fatigue is going to hit a breaking point in 2022. Um, I just am not super jazzed, but I hope I'm wrong. All
2: right. Do do we think we're going to get a Apple VRAR
0: product in 2022? Announced in the fall, not available for sale until next year, until 2023. That's my guess. Okay. Teased.
1: What about the Apple car? Is this year of the
0: year? Absolutely <laughs> not. I'll eat my hat if we get an Apple car.
2: I was going to say, I, I do think we'll remember th- this year as like an electric car year. Yeah. Going from like, it's only Tesla to now like, everybody is selling electric car this year. At least one.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think... I think if we look back and be like, what was the consumer electronic of 2022 electric car might be the answer. Hmm. I would totally buy that. But next year,
2: I don't know the the Apple Apple doing VR stuff is the only thing on my mind that I'm excited about. Maybe PS five games will come out. That will be exciting. Maybe you'd be able to buy a PS5 on Amazon.com. <laughs> Here's a question.
1: I was gonna say, I'm not buying a PS5 until they come out with a small one.
0: I saw <laughs> I saw a
1: PS5 in real life recently. It's huge.
0: It was so big PS5. he walked right into it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I had to look
0: up. Oh, sorry, I didn't see you there.
2: Yeah. ps Uh, what was I gonna say? i a- do you think yeah. that. This time next year, let's say December 1st, well, let's, let's make a long bet. December 1st, 2022. Can you go on Amazon.com and click buy it now on a PlayStation 5 and have it delivered in two days?
1: I'm going to say no. I don't think so.
0: I'm going to agree. It's uh, too much of a cluster. But I, I think it's purely for marketing purposes. I think by then the manufacturing's fine. I think at that point they realize, oh, we can actually get more buzz by doing these limited drops and stuff like that. Right. And keep keep it in people's minds. I'm still <sighs> spending
1: money on PS4 games.
0: That, so. Yeah, exactly. And by that, there's already rumors of the PlayStation PC service. Um, and so I think they're going to focus on gaming and on cloud stuff. And they'll sell consoles when they get around to it. They don't make any money on the consoles anyway. They make it on the games.
2: All right, another depressing thing uh, you know, to add to uh,
0: <laughs> 2022. people foldable phones.
1: Ooh. Foldable do phones you think, well, Do you think there'll be an Apple foldable Well
0: phone? I was I was thinking, which is more likely, the AR headset or a foldable phone? Probably the AR headset. Oh yeah. yeah. Agreed. But I can hold out hope for the foldable phone. I want I want the Apple foldable phone, because I think it'd be slick as hell. I'm I, I remain interested in the foldable phone. But um have you tried any of the, the Samsung ones? I have not. I've I've seen them in person. Uh, oh, okay. I guess if that's what you mean by try, then yeah, yes. Yeah, you held one? Yes. Yes. I, I they're still too thick. If if for lack of a better word, when they fold they're still too thick. So I think mm-hmm. in a couple years when the technology gets better, when, when I can get a foldable phone that's as thick folded as my current iPhone, it's a no-brainer. It's an absolute no-brainer at that point. Right now, it's just a little too chunky. Um, I think
1: this is unrelated, but I think the iPhone Pro is now too heavy for me. Like oh, it hurts my hand. Like when I when I hold, I've like noticed this. Re- like when I hold the phone, I have it propped up on my pinky, and I've
0: I've been getting like it's very bad like for you. Weird like pains and stuff. Oh, medically, it's terrible for you'll screw. It's like carpal tunnel. You'll screw up your your hand and your wrist. No,
1: totally. I've been trying to do other things, but like it just it snuck up on me. Once I got this new phone, it was like whatever, like whatever, uh, you know, seven more grams they added.
0: It's that third camera adds all the weight, you know, it's all well, have you tried? Because I know people use like the ring. You can stick to the back of your phone Mm, that you put your finger through or.
1: Maybe that's what I need.
0: I don't know. You got or like the pop socket or something you can hold it with.
1: Oh, that's that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Maybe that's the move.
0: There's I got to a be a better way. Phone.
1: What do you think
2: is going to happen with social media in 2022?
1: That's a good question.
2: Seems like a, it's at a bit of an inflection point right now. You got Twitter saying like, oh, we're going to decentralize and web three everything. Twitter, Facebook, the metaverse. Yeah, Twitter. And well, maybe it's not so much Twitter as the extended, you know, Jack Dorsey universe, but <laughs> it's like renamed Square to Block and it's all going to be about the blockchain. Nice. Twitter has its uh, decentralized subgroup and a crypto subgroup.
0: Remember Facebook's cryptocurrency that totally blew up? That was awesome. That may have been my favorite Libra. thing in the last couple
2: of years. It's still it's still going, as far as I know. I,
0: no, basically everyone quit. There, I mean, it does really? still exist, but basically everyone quit. And then they're like talking about like spinning it off, so it's not a Facebook thing, but it is a Facebook thing. Um, I think. Interesting. If I'm going to be optimistic about next year, I think social media will get very incrementally better. I think it's going to be chipping away at the block but I think they're going to make little policy tweaks every so often. And it's going to slowly get a little bit better. Chipping away at the blockchain, chipping away at the there's the episode title. Thank you. <laughs>
2: um,
0: no, I think it's slowly going to be like, ban, uh, limiting or banning political advertising and prioritizing the feeds, a, in a better way. And, and, and certifying news and misinformation. I, I think little by little, I'm going to hope by the end of next year, it'll be better.
1: I feel like just no political advertising would be great. Well,
0: that's what everyone says. It and seems problems. like a no brainer, but they also <laughs> like money. So right. Uh, cognitive
1: dissonance. I really, uh, my Instagram, I don't know if this is, I'm in an experiment group or this is happening to everyone, but my Instagram started like inserting suggested suggested posts into my awesome. feed.
0: horrible. Hate it makes it useless. I'm,
1: no. Yeah, I'm done. I, I, it makes me so mad every time I stop to look at some something and then like spend 30 seconds trying to figure out who the fuck posted oh, it. Oh, Colby, realize, You like
0: animals. Here are some pictures of animals. Yep. And there's Hard no pass. way to turn it off Hard that pass. I can find.
1: I think I don't, I don't care to look through the this. Like <laughs> you it's just not, won't use it's it. Not worth it. I think 2022 is the year that Tweed.Systems takes off.
0: Yeah. We, we turned to, turn to RSS. Our- Folks, hold on Maybe to those stock a- options. They're going to be worth something.
1: Maybe I can make RSS feeds for the for Instagram, uh, Instagram profiles, too.
0: I would actually be very happy about that. More so than Twitter. Because I think people tweet, too. Uh, honestly, for me, I think there are too many tweets Twitter. for RSS. But instagram with the image attached Mm, that would be nice
1: some people tweet too much
0: i bet you the the thing is though i bet you could already do that with ift oh probably but But they're trying to get money out of you that's true with the right colby spin i would i think that would be impressive right
1: i recently fixed a bug in tweet.systems that made it work again so it's it's like working much better which is nice
0: I love it. No, I think I'm going to be like our friend Matt Mariani, the only person I know who still posts stories to Snapchat. <laughs> so maybe that's the that's. Let's the just movie. go back to Snapchat when life was good. Snapchat, mm, good times. Yeah.
1: Wow, social media. Maybe there's a new thing coming for us.
0: Oh, that, this sounds like a threat when you say it that way. <laughs> <laughs> well. it's it's coming for us. <laughs> this summer <laughs> impending <laughs> um yeah who knows there'll be some you know Were we really expect expecting the nfts weren't a thing this time last year so you're right you know what new useless technology will we get this year
1: now that's a good question like were nfts like not a thing at all like were they completely invented in 2021 I mean, where's the NFT for NFTs?
0: Uh,
2: <laughs> I, think, I think the concept of an NFT has been around for a couple of years. Okay.
0: Who created the first NFT? 2014. That's a while ago. And you can buy the original one for $7 million. Oh yeah, no, they've been around for a while. I guess this was the year they really popped off. Huh. Well, there you go. Maybe next year the show will be on the blockchain, who knows.
2: <laughs> the next year the show's going to be off the chain, that's all I know.
0: Yes! Going into year what year are we are? Year 8 or 9? in 9 i think say it isn't so it is so 2013 wow wow yeah we crushed it wow
1: i still my technical goal for the don't panic website is i would like to scrape the captions the the google generated captions for each for each, each episode to, to really like solidify the, <laughs> the, the sample of, of, uh, all of us, the three of us for posterity,
0: more data. Well, I was just reading the they're right. they're now putting like sensors on NBA players while they're playing to track like their health. And they're going to like cross like on screen during the game. You'll see like how far somebody ran or their heart rate. We should have biometrics for this show while we're doing it. <laughs> it's like a little on screen thing with like our heart rate or, you know, I, I don't know. Could be the future telemetrics. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I like it.
0: I like it. It's it's going to be great. 2022. What a year it'll be. We've been doing the show so long we'll now have two hosts who have lived on the West Coast.
1: Um, <laughs> How long do you think it'll take for us to get to 100% West Coast experience? Uh,
0: the, uh a while. Oh, <laughs> I would love to live on the West Coast, but um I'm I mean I lived on the South Coast. Does that count? <laughs> It's that
2: coast. counts we we've, we've all done a significant move or we will have all done one
0: yeah and nice i still experience. i still cannot believe after 9 years we still do the show on monday nights yeah that's a weird choice like of all the nights of the week we're like what's the what's the one night where you have the most energy you're the most excited to do this for some reason we've always done this on Monday and now it just becomes a thing where it's like we can't change it now right but it's just so funny to me that people have literally said like why do you do it on Monday nights I'm like because we're don't panic man we make it happen yeah yeah I
1: feel like just everyone who knows me now just assumes I can't even my mom I called my parents tonight earlier my mom's like don't you have the podcast tonight?" (laughs)
0: it's great we're known for this where everybody you could be watching monday night football or you could be watching (laughs) us um no this is uh this is really wonderful guys 2021 in the books a wonderful year a great year spent with you two guys here on the show uh it was such a treat getting to hang out and do some fun stuff and i'm very excited for 2022 we'll have a great year coming uh for us and hopefully for everybody i hope our predictions are wrong uh And of course, I've run up for debate as well. I got to plug it because we're wrapping up the year over there. We just recorded our 2021 year on wrap up. Matt and I, we talked about the movies, the music of 2021, what we talked about on up for debate for 2021. And we're already planning some great stuff for next year. Of course, our annual Super Bowl prop bets will be coming up soon in early February. Uh, We're also going to be doing an episode on matt's book i was supposed to read over the summer and have not read yet uh, so <laughs> that will be good and we're gonna do another movie commentary very soon so we got some good stuff happening over there you're gonna check it out at over up but of course for us you should go to our website don'tpanic.io. it's really great colby made it uh, it's got all the links and and the picks and the shows and the whole thing it's really fantastic and of course subscribe wherever you get podcasts and of course get in touch with us don't panic show at gmail.com or tweet at us at don't panic show guys that's it for this episode in this year Believe it. We did it. We made it. Oh, I feel like I've aged ten, but that's okay. Um, it's a great, great time. Thanks everybody for being here. Happy holidays. Have a great one, happy new year, and we'll see you next time for another wonderful episode of Don't Panic.